most people think of utilization review, if they think of it at all, as a pre-authorization review by a payer. And it can be that, but more importantly for providers, it's a tool used to manage resources. Used effectively, it can be the difference between an efficient and profitable healthcare organization and one that's constantly a little behind chasing improvement and potentially losing ground with an exodus of staff and providers in the process. Today on Beyond the Standard, we'll be looking at the topic of utilization review from several perspectives with the goal of raising awareness of its potential and value. Beyond the Standard is produced by Accreditation Commission for Healthcare. ACHC supports quality improvement and patient safety by offering education and accreditation services that span the continuum of care. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the speakers and do not necessarily represent official policy or positions of the company or companies with which the participants are affiliated. To get an administrative and nursing perspective and a physician and accreditation surveyor perspective on utilization review, I have two experts joining me today. Let me begin by welcoming Tatum Palmer, who recently joined ACHC as a standards interpretation specialist. Tatum, can you tell me about your career prior to joining ACHC and what made an accreditation organization an interesting next step? Um, absolutely, Angela. Um, I've been in healthcare for over 20 years, and I've had the opportunity to serve in multiple nursing leadership positions throughout those years. Um, most recently, I had a position of Senior Director of Nursing, Chief Nursing Officer with the health system that included an acute hospital, a critical access hospital, and over 50 provider-based clinics. Um, I transitioned into an accreditation coordinator position at that same organization for many years. Um, so I felt that being part of a progressive team like ACHC was a natural fit um, because I could bring a unique perspective to the organization for clients, having served in their actual positions um, in the organizations being surveyed. That's awesome. So you are well experienced with utilization review, and I'd like to go back and start with the basics. Can you tell me what is it and why is it important? Well, that's a big question. Um, utilization review, um, my definition is that basically it's matching the patient's clinical needs with the actual care that's delivered. Um, and the care delivered is also, also evidence-based. Um, it's a way of looking at resources across the healthcare continuum to make sure that they're appropriate for the patient and that the facility has all the services from the different aspects of care that they need. Um, I think utilization of services um, is defined by utilization review committee, which is usually physician driven, um, and they evaluate the appropriate usage of resources, the appropriate admissions into the organization, as well as appropriate lengths of stay. But I think that utilization review is actually twofold. It's about the quality experience for the patient, as well as using resources um, efficiently throughout the organization for operational and financial efficiency. Do you think it gets the focus that it should? I think that um, appropriate management of utilization review is critical in a healthcare setting. And I think that some organizations don't utilize all of the benefits of their utilization review system. Um, because it's the perfect tool for recognizing bottlenecks within the organization for patient care or for focusing in on high diagnoses in an organization where additional critical resources may be needed. And a lot of times I think that organizations forget to utilize it for those purposes. 
Thanks, Tatum. Also joining me today is Satish Prakash, a board-certified physician in gastroenterology who serves as a physician surveyor for ACHC's hospital accreditation program. Satish, thank you for being with me today. Thank you, Angela. So tell me why you're interested in utilization review. Why is it an, an important topic for you personally? Well, you know, I, um, I see utilization review from more than one angle. Um, I, I see it as a surveyor, uh, but I also see it as a physician. And as a physician, I really would like to see a better use of utilization review because utilization review is the bridge between resources that the hospital has and the physician's time. And it all, both these elements have an impact on the quality of care that's provided. Mm. So who should be involved in this process? I think um, the chief medical officer should cer certainly, um, you know, be involved with the process. But I also think uh, the key departments in the hospital, like the hospitalist, um, a ER physician, um, and maybe an intensivist, would be beneficial to the committee because they can then take the data that they have and, and uh, have the committee process that collectively as a team. Tatum, are there additional roles you believe should be involved in this process? Um, Angela, while I agree with Dr. Prakash on utilization review being driven by physician leadership, I also think it's equally critical for administrators and nursing leadership to be very involved with the analysis and process of the UR committee. I think administration needs to utilize this information to recognize lags in care delivery, possible misappropriation of resources, and they can also use it for functions like future physician recruiting efforts. For example, if there are delays in cardiac clearance for surgical services, they, that may indicate a need for additional operational power in the cardiac service line or a need for operational efficiencies. The UR allows the opportunity for organizations and administrative teams and multidisciplinary teams to take a deeper dive into service lines to see how they can meet patients' needs in a more timely manner without delaying care. I also think that nursing is a critical component to effective UR. They are the true gatekeepers on the floors. They're there 24-7 with the patients, and they help navigate the patients through the healthcare delivery system and can recognize concerns or issues at the bedside and early on. So what I'm hearing from you, Tatum, is that it's both an issue of um, close patient care observed and then taking the data from that experience and bringing it up to a strategic level for the organization as a whole. As a surveyor, what's a typical scenario you see for utilization review? And maybe tell me what are the challenges? So, you know, typically hospitals have a challenge with trying to take this and make the most of it. And I think one of the challenges is actually looking at what areas should they look at? And to me, one area is length of stay, and that's frequently seen by hospitals. But another area is also resources like anesthesia, bedding. Um, you know, uh, if it's a, a, a surgical resource, are they overutilizing the cost of certain material uh, when they can use something less expensive and with the same quality? If you don't have enough anesthesia, the, um, you know, the, the resources, it could affect surgical time and it can also affect length of stay, especially if it's inpatient. So I think utilization review should be integrated. And it's helpful for a hospital to look 
and make a working list of items and then try to take it to the utilization review meeting and trying to discuss what are the standards that they want to have. So um, as a surveyor, when you're out and you're visiting a hospital or even, you know, in your own practice, uh, where do you see the stumbling blocks? I think the stumbling blocks is uh, really when utilization falls on the responsibility of uh, a nurse, quality nursing or a quality committee, it's hard for them to see that this committee or this responsibility is more than just quality. And it's actually looking at the hospital, uh, stepping back, looking at the resources and looking at how the hospital is using those resources. So uh, do you frequently see deficiencies in this area? I, I do, you know, and, and I think it's an area of opportunity for hospitals. And when they correct those deficiencies, they can see that um, not only is there a quality, but there's also, um, you know, a, a cost benefit. Mm -hmm. Tatum, can you build on Satish's comments? How would you describe best practice for utilization review? Um, Angela, I think best practice for UR is to have a multidisciplinary approach. From a facility perspective, for the focus of the committee and the review to constantly change as the needs of the healthcare system and the patients change. I think organizations need to keep in mind that there is a two-prong approach to this. Number one, how can we deliver better, more appropriate, more efficient care to our patients, as well as how can we make this more cost-effective and efficient for the organization? I think that UR is a key to long-term success because it's demonstrated by true patient satisfaction in their care received and also a healthy bottom line for the facility. Since we've been talking in terms of typical situations, I would assume that both of you are thinking of pre-COVID conditions. Has the pandemic made a difference? I think the pandemic has made everything a lot more challenging for hospitals because the resources that were once there pre-COVID have diminished significantly, especially in areas such as nursing, anesthesia, um, and even in supplies. And I think that has and should make a hospital um, reflect on utilization review as something very important so they can still operate in an era, you know, during COVID. With the pandemic, what I'm seeing is hospitals that are re-evaluating their block time. Um, for for op, you know anesthesia, for example, reevaluating the resources they have, the beds they have, and they are more, you know, uh, they're more are encouraged to do that right now because they just don't have all the resources. And so, you know, pre-COVID, it may not be something that they really focus on, but during COVID, it's it's imminent because if they don't, then they don't have the resources to meet the goals of the hospital. Tatum, I know you're seeing a lot of survey reports come through. Do you agree that the pandemic has had an impact on how hospitals have addressed utilization review? Um, I think that COVID, as with any stressor on a health system, has shifted the focus of UR, maybe to a more operational survival mode, as far as recognizing staffing shortages and influxes of volumes that facilities have to care for. I think that um, facilities have become better at maybe analyzing, is this the right bed at the right time for a patient, especially with ICU bed shortages nationwide. Um, they also have to evaluate, do we have the supplies we need? And if not, what adjustments um, can they make to maintain the same standard of care? 
So while the UR committee function may not be taking a front seat in the format of meetings and retrospective analysis right now, I think UR is front and center each day on the operational side in the emergency departments and throughout the healthcare systems to determine how to prioritize care and how to progress patients through the system efficiently and effectively. So we've been framing this conversation in the context of hospitals because utilization review is covered by the CMS conditions of participation and therefore the accreditation standards for hospitals. But I suspect based on what you and Satish have shared that this is a topic that would be valuable regardless of setting. Would, would you agree? Absolutely, Angela. I think facilities need to focus on how this impacts the care that they're delivering in their health setting and then use the information to do strategic planning for a future about how they can deliver better care with the right resources at the right time. I think um, you can look at areas that you come up with for assessment, but then the information you get from using it for assessment should be utilized to plan for the future. And it should be individualized for hospitals. You know, if you have a surgical hospital, everything is going to be you know, looking at maybe same day surgeries or short length of stays. If you have an acute care facility, then you, you have to look and see what, um, you know, a certainly length of stay could be someone who has a chronic condition that's taken up a bed that perhaps could go to a, you know, a, a skilled nursing facility or a rehab and free that bed up for another patient that may need it. And if there's a shortage of nursing, you need to see what can be done so that the current shorting doesn't get worse by putting too much stress on the existing nursing staff. What is the most important idea you'd like listeners to take away relative to utilization review? I think with the utilization review, the most important thing is to, to look at the hospital and see what are the areas of challenge and for the hospital leadership to try to take that information and put it into a, some kind of process to improve on it. And that's really what utilization review is. I think that I would like for them to actually utilize the function of utilization review, not look at it as just a chart review that you have to do for your organization, but look at it as an opportunity to analyze and trend the actual care you're delivering within your organization and use that to make things a little bit better for your patient experience. Great. Tatum Palmer and Satish Prakash, thank you both for joining me for the podcast. Beyond the Standard is a production of Accreditation Commission for Healthcare, providers of accreditation services for a wide range of community-based healthcare providers, including home health, pharmacy, demi-pose, home infusion therapy, behavioral health, palliative care, hospice, and renal dialysis, as well as hospitals, laboratories, and ambulatory surgery centers. Each episode of Beyond the Standard takes a look at an impactful idea for healthcare provider organizations. We're especially interested in those that help organizations improve as they seek to meet the needs of their communities and the patients that depend on them. ACHC is by providers for providers. Before you go, share your feedback by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts and check out our schedule so you don't miss upcoming episodes. For more information about ACHC accreditation, visit achc.org. While you're there, you can subscribe to this podcast and sign up for our newsletters.